I suppose we had to record this podcast again, huh, guys? It's that time of day. People demand time of it. week. Yeah, that's it's doing our duty here. Mm-hmm. Doing the hard work, coming in here it's and... A duty. Bullshit. <laughs> and bullshitting for an hour or two a week. Jim yeah. hitting you with the family guy jokes. I guess, yeah. Real, real good one, Jim. Yeah, that's me. Diamond Jim. Uncle family guy. You know, I'm a little concerned because it seems like our boy Chairman Mark has been under attack lately. He has. We've we've pledged complete and utter loyalty. So if he's under attack, I mean, we are right. we are his well, attack dogs. Well, I got I got a little idea. I think you know I'll be the first member, the founding member of um, Chairman Mark's um, oiled up uh, muscle guys. Mm. You know, the Himbo Squad. The Himbo Squad to mm-hmm. defend him. Bunch of us Polish guys, oiled up, not bodybuilders, mind you. Right. We don't have to be chiseled, just muscled. Right. We probably will have a beer gut. The grease will probably come from either punch keys or yeah. The winners of Polish uh, sausage are the top five of like Lackawanna's strongest man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you that is a thing. Yeah, and I should know about that, but I don't. <laughs> and maybe I'll compete in that someday. But uh, you know, I think he needs a contingent of muscled-up guys mm-hmm. to, to to stand up for. Everyone who has transgressions against him. Right, and, and and every time you guys need a little bit of extra strength, unlike Popeye who eats spinach, you guys just eat uh, uh, cabbage rolls. That too. And I tell you one thing, we don't skip leg day. No. We Absolutely never skip not. leg day. Right, and then... Uh, and We're in it. And when oiling yourselves up, it's... it's, uh, it's you render some sausage or maybe like uh, during Lent, we're in Lent now. It's fish fry fish Fridays. Fry, fish yeah. fry. Just guys with the most like Cheektawaga accent ever <laughs> saying cleaning jerk and like coming to your house and like threatening you on behalf of Polo. That's what's up. Chairman, no, no. Chairman Marks muscled up, oiled up himbos. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's under, uh, all under Danny Neverth in the emergency services division. <laughs> if you say so. Um, of course, our services are extended. To Vice Chairman Nowak in Cheektowaga. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that goes without saying. Right. I really hope that this year's uh, CSEA contract is a little red book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out, landlords. <laughs> That's Erie County's great leap forward. Mm-hmm. If he rolls out a five-year plan, <laughs> it's all fun and games, but we really might. Here we go. You know. Yeah. Here we go. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Welcome back to the square. Your uh, official podcast of, of Chairman Mark, of course. <laughs> you have uh, and Vice Chairman Nowak, and, and oh yeah, we, yeah. Don't forget Vice Chairman Nowak, our boy Brian. Anyway, it's Re Diamond Jim. And uh, oiled up snake, oiled up, <laughs> it's greased, oil. greased up, oiled up. Oh, baby, you can. Yeah, I mean, it depends on whether it's a it's a Wednesday or a Friday. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, guys, you know, I think um, I think it's only appropriate to start the show with a uh, 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 Defcon Nate. Nate watch. Nate watch. Yes, we are going full on Nate. This week to start off the show, because Nate is going full on Nate, Jim. Nate is is he is certainly full on Nate. It, it is been incredible. Like I, I know we took last week off. Uh, I was in the city of brotherly love, 
And uh, so we just released a, a, an interview that we had re- uh, recorded. But uh, man, we, it has been weeks worth of Nate. It has been weeks worth of Nate to talk about. It has been a treasure trove of Nate content. And if you are invested in these things, like, I don't know, the Square Podcast is, this has been manna (laughs) from heaven, a gift from God himself. Nate is just, he's nating all over the place. Our fans have been waiting for this this episode. Years ago, we picked him as the worst, maybe slash best politician in the area. And he is proving us right on one of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yet to be determined which one. Yet to be one. determined which one. So let's start here because let, let's give our, our listeners a timeline if they're not sure about all this Nate stuff. We're not going to go through the whole history of Nate losing three congressional elections, one to a convicted felon because, LOL, while hilarious, you know all that. What you may or may not know, you definitely know if you listen to the show week in, week out, Nate McMurray has announced that he will be primarying Chairman Mark himself, Mark Polencars, for Erie County Executive. So, your 16-year county executive, Mark Polencars, versus... Not not 16 years yet. Not 16 years yet. 12 years as county executive, four years as controller. So, 16 years in office, but not 16 years as our supreme executive leader. Important distinction. But our, our county executive, our longtime county executive, Mark Polencars... Everybody thought, you know, nobody would come along and, and challenge that tyrant, Jim. Right. And and the Republicans are proving that true. <laughs> we'll get to that. They thought they thought nobody, you know, would even dare step to the fucking rule of Poland cars. And yet here is one voice in the wilderness crying out and 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 fighting for justice crying being the operative word yeah cry, yeah. cry, cry the the righteous man in the wilderness the, on his quixotic quest <laughs> Nate McMurray has decided to primary Mark Poland cars okay fine sure it's america it's erie county uh it's the democratic process but Nate McMurray has gone on an epic twitter storm he it mean you know He's single-handedly bringing Twitter back to life. I mean, not since Donald Trump have we seen a poster so prolific and so masterful at the game. <laughs> and so up their own ass. <laughs> so, I mean, hit after hit after hit. Um, the best one, Jim, it's got to be for me. It's why... Why are there no IKEAs or Nike stores here? Yeah, that that, that I mean that's that he is, wants his chain stores around here. Okay, right. That that is you know like like that that is his entire album rumors in one tweet. I mean that's like the piece de resistance. You know, it really it, it no I, Costco's, no IKEAs. The man is begging, no Nike stores. He's begging for a reasonably priced kitchen remodel. Yeah, that's clear. That's all he wants. You know, and, and then not not only do we get like amazing tweets like that about, you know, how we don't have quality, affordable uh, home goods stores in the area. Quote quality. Quote quality, Quote of course. Quality. Quote quality. But we also get just these slice of life anecdotes where file it under shit that never happened. Um, Nate is constantly tweeting stuff like, uh, I'll read you just one of them from a, a week ago, guys. I was just at a gas station in Buffalo. I left my car unlocked as I went in. The woman at the counter asked, you got your keys? I said, what? Why? She explained, 
your car will get stolen on every level. Huge swaths of buffalo are just coated on desperation, and we shrug. I, I, I feel like if I left my car running and unlocked in Lancaster, the fucking thing would get stolen. <laughs> not, not just buffalo. I, I don't. What city does he think that his car wouldn't get stolen in if he left it running? <laughs> With the keys. With the keys With in the it. Keys in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, unlock keys in it. Like he might as well just put like seventeen uh, iPhones on the front seat. This was this was punctuated, Jim. By the way, of him releasing his version of Ether, the the five minute video that he posted, uh, basically uh, completely dunking on Mark Poland cars uh, on his sixteen years in office. He, well, attempting to dunk on uh, Mark uh, Poland cars. Right. He's got the height. He doesn't really have the finish, though. Yeah. Right? You know, he doesn't. He just doesn't have like the. He doesn't really have control enough over his body to finish that dunk. Mm-hmm. But because he, does, he doesn't do leg day. He doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, he can't get up there. Right. So he goes, Nate has a podcast. Um, you know, he, he goes on, he has this little video of him, like, shitting all over Mark Poland cars. And, I mean, it gets, like, two retweets. And, and he retweets it, like, every other day. Yeah. It really is awesome. But, <laughs> it's so awesome. Well, here's one of my things is that, like... <laughs> just, like, thousands of views and, like, two retweets on right, it. Right, because it's just him watching it over and over again. <laughs> From different accounts. He's just... He's just Using proxies to watch it over and over again so he can rack up the views. So, all right, Nate is posting, but he's taken his posting gym to real life. He is, he's like Martin Luther, all right, nailing his <laughs> that, 95 I, theses. I, I, that was uh, actually the exact analogy that I was going to make, that he's our ECDC Martin Luther. Yeah. But what he, doesn't, what he doesn't seem to realize is, like, he thinks, like, like oh, everybody's going to become a Protestant. There are still lots of Catholics. To this day, like, 500 years after Martin Luther, there's still lots of Catholics. You know, if Nate had his way, we maybe not. If we had Nate instead of Martin Luther, it might have been a different outcome. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Church of England, Henry the Eighth, Nate the Eighth, <laughs> Nate the Eighth. So Nate goes. So you know, again, the old democratic process here. So Nate McMurray goes before the Erie County, <laughs> Erie County Democrats, uh, humbly, Jim, humbly asking for, uh, you know, the, the the nomination for the Democratic yeah, Party's as, nomination. as Mickey Kearns before him. As, as Mickey Kearns before him. He, he went before them, and, and Jim, it didn't go so well. For who? I mean, <laughs> it, it, went, it went pretty well for Mark Polencars, who did receive the Democratic Party's yeah, nomination. Yeah, unanimously. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how long it took them to debate that. <laughs> I wonder, like, what kind of discussion they had. I, I, I mean, I, all it says to me is that, like, that it was unanimously, and it was probably pretty quick is that Nate's probably not as good of an attorney as he thinks he is. <laughs> well, you know, now, now Nate, guys, Nate um, knew going into this, I think. He knew that his odds of securing the Democratic Party nomination were, I would say, slim, bordering on none. But, you know, he went in there, he, he did it, Jim. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I guess he, he stormed out of the proceedings at one point, is the, the narrative out there? That yeah, he, yeah. It's, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it sounds like that uh, things... Things started to go awry. Things things really didn't go the way that uh, that Nate wanted. And then we got some leaks. We got some not quite leaks, but you know some of the some of the parties involved let us know maybe the tenor of what that meeting, what that conversation was like. So uh, we got word, most likely from Jeremy Zellner himself, that Nate McMurray appeared before the Erie County Democrats, and in his pitch 
to secure the nomination of the Democratic Party for the Erie County Executive, Jim. Nate McMurray said, Erie County sucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. That that's is the platform. That is that. That's the platform. That's the McMurray platform. That's gonna win him in Marilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best, <laughs> the best campaign the, messaging I've mm-hmm. ever heard in my right. fucking life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every county that isn't a piece of shit, step forward. <laughs> Not so fast, Erie. <laughs> the, the Bart Simpson messaging. Right. Erie County sucks, and this is why you should vote for Nate McMurray. Right. I love I love the fact that he's negging the whole county. He's like you know he's yeah. like a Nate McMurray the pickup artist. He's like if if I you know put you down, I'm going to reduce your value. You'll feel you'll feel bad about yourself, right. and then you'll pick a a guy like me for your county executive. He's the only one who can save it. He's the only one. Yeah, he's the only he's one. It. That's it. Sixteen years of Mark Poland cars, Chairman Mark. You know it's time time for another voice, the, the Nate McMurray voice. Right. So I mean, he did get that welcome center on Grand Island. That's right. Sure did. It's, it, and That's that, right. that is... Very popular spot. Right. I mean, that is, you know, an unmitigated success. So, you know, and as these things go, Jim, um, you know, we, we had uh, we had the leaks here, but Nate, Nate had the real deal. He actually went in and he fucking recorded that shit. Yeah, and he, he released a highly edited video. <laughs> We've got a very one-sided... It wasn't video, it was audio. What? No, it was, it was a video. video. Part of it was video. There was, was video. it was a part of part, video? Of, part of it was video, yeah. yeah okay. Part of it was is him explaining and, and editorializing what was happening. And then interspliced with... That's right. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was audio of the uh, committee meeting. Right. Video of him. Video of yes. him. And then interspliced with some like tidbits where like he called Kevin Hardwick Rick Samtorum's campaign manager uh, right. and then had to like <laughs> yeah, yeah. had to like adjust that to like supporter. Yeah. Because they're basically the same thing. And like, that's a fair point. That's it e- is a fair point. That ECDC... Sure. In, so- it, endorse somebody who supported Rick Santorum who as far as I know like the only thing I know about Rick Santorum I know a lot about Rick you know a lot more about than Rick I want Santorum. to but the main thing I know about Rick Santorum is that you, you should all Catholic. look him up on Urban Dictionary <laughs> that's like a very Gen X thing Jen. Nice. that's gonna be lost to nice. time but like that's people are gonna look that up so I've taken a few notes about the audio that Nate released yes okay he's right about a few things Zellnut sucks oh yeah he was right about that yeah. right I think we can all agree there Poverty rate is high, although let's qualify it with saying mostly in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Right. Many w- blizzard deaths, also mostly in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So where's the Byron Brown hate? Right. right. Well, there right. is no Byron Brown hate. He, for some reason, Nate is, has, is given carte blanche or absolved uh, Byron Brown, who has been in office longer than Mark Poland cars, yes. yeah. of anything wrong to do with the city. Who is also, by the way, at one point, the head of the New York State Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Just want to just want to throw that out there. So, although when he was head of the New York Democratic Party, Nate was getting Democratic endorsements. There you go. Yes. So another thing he was right about: we we as a podcast also do not like the stadium deal, but for different reasons, right? This this was going to happen no matter what. Pulling cars got the county out of managing the whole thing. Right. Um, I think he was he was wrong in that Nate was wrong in that he was he, he didn't think that the bills would actually move out of town. I think they would have, and I think our take was let him fucking move anyway. Right, but right. Uh, there's yeah. the difference. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Nate's point was he wanted actually a more expensive deal in the city of Buffalo. Right. right. He's ignoring that that was his point on like Twitter and social media right. for a long time, right. is that he wanted to spend actually even more money to build a dome in the city of Buffalo. 
And like, cause he, he, for some reason, like we should give them more money, but he's also, they weren't going to move. Of course, like most of the NFL owners because of revenue sharing want the bills out of Buffalo Yes, because mm-hmm. they have to give money to the bills. Yep. They would rather have them in a, a larger market. Fuck. They would even take San Diego. Oh, and, sure. Right? Like, they would yes. even take San Diego because at least they could put Super Bowls there. But, like, they're not putting a Super Bowl in Orchard Park. Here, here are the few. Even with a dome. Here are the few of the things that, that are yeah, some of the negatives. I'll go through them real quick. Um, looks like, Seems like he has no guiding light other than his own personal moral code. There's no broader coherence of political theory or coalition building, it seems like. And that's with his tweets in general. Um, all the criticism he has, he takes personally. Right, what, and and my thing that he does take every criticism of him personally, which is reflected in the, like he doesn't attack often like like or he uses his attacks on structural issues to say that Poland cars personally is bad. Right, bad all faith. of his it's all of his faith. attacks are also personal. Yes, and it displays ignorance mm-hmm. ultimately. And at times, you know, as we, as we mentioned, he seems unhinged. He can't let things go. He needs to put his phone away. That was, that was very fair in reason, Snake. But I wanted to start there, and then we can go downhill. You, you know, I, I, that's very fair and very reason. My, my uh, takeaway is: what if you gave the Twitter account drill liberal <laughs> politics <laughs> and and a, and a bench press? <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, you know, like, when you put it like that, like maybe, maybe a bowflex. Maybe you know, maybe not so bad. Maybe not so bad. Um, yeah, but Drill wouldn't be trying to run for actual executive office. <laughs> that's, great if he did. That, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great if he did. But like, uh, that's the thing is that like Nate wants people to take him seriously as a candidate. Oh, oh, we are now. Oh, we're taking him real seriously. Well, we're talking about him. I don't, I don't know if we're taking him seriously, <laughs> but we're talking about him. You know, at one point we were going to shutter the Nate Watch because he was private citizen Nate McMurray. We were going to... Not anymore. Not no more, he ain't. Not mm-hmm. no more, he ain't, baby. Mm-hmm. The content dream. This is so He was almost off the hook. Awesome. Right. Now he, now he's he's basically Nate Carlisle. Oh, dude, <laughs> when you have like... And that's the thing. That's something else I was going to say. So he has like Ben Carlisle like going, he's like going at it with Ben Carlisle or Ben Carlisle's trying to get engagement off of Nate because he knows like Nate is just like, I don't know. Like, like Nate is like the, the Michael Jordan of like posting. He's just, he's just completely like does shit that you're like, wow, what a fucking legend. And Carlisle yeah, but, tries like this cheap engagement. It just doesn't work. Yeah. But other than us, nobody is paying attention to Nate. So it's just two random dicks punching holes in the wind, like trying to touch each other. <laughs> hey, listen, I know Buffalo troll. I, I, I often text Buffalo troll about it. And of course the, uh, you know, the, Square Podcast Discord, our Nate Watch. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, up to the minute, Nate it's Watch hopping. there. It's hopping. So, yeah, Nate McMurray uh, obviously did not get the Democratic nomination. Um, is uh, almost assuredly burning every bridge that he, uh, you know, every last fucking friend that he yeah, has. But, I mean, uh, in, the, in the audio that he releases, he's got Terry McKinnon, who's the chair of the Hamburg Democrats, saying that, like, all of my committee members hate you. I don't think Terry's wrong. I mean, Terry comes across as kind of a jerk in this audio, but at the same time, like, he's probably not incorrect. What, I mean, we're, we're beyond the point of asking, like, what are you... I, I, frankly, like, I'm almost concerned for him, like, his well-being. 
I mean, I sure. I'm I'm not yeah. trying to like you know. I mean, I, I'm I'm all for fun and games, but he's going to like burn himself the fuck out by the time this primary ever actually happens. Yeah, no, he's gonna have to move to Florida with Ben Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some follow up questions. Where where does he go from here? He doesn't go anywhere, dude. Does he crash and burn? Does he end up in a mental institution? Like what? What happens? Does he, I mean? He, does he lose the primary and fade away? I don't think he wins the WFP endorsement. No, no, I, I don't think he wins anything. Yeah, no. I, I'd, I'd be surprised if he wins like most Nate at his family reunion. <laughs> does he? Does he have an end game for this? Like, where does this end up? I mean, clearly not. No, like, right? like, no he's he is pure id right now. Yeah, he is. He is pure just poster right poster right so if you want the poster of all posters to be your county executive consider nate mcmurray and, right and i gotta ask you guys does he have a chance i mean <laughs> no you, you no. listen you go before enough people and you tell them erie county sucks uh-huh they might listen uh-huh okay yeah, 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 all right, yeah, it, all right. It, it, if is there, there a sliver of a chance he, he might win the vote for erie county executive from niagara county yeah <laughs> Um, does he have a chance? No, I mean, no. And, and the reason, you know what, there are ways to do this kind of like insurgent campaign. Um, Nate McMurray, who's three times endorsed by the democratic party, uh, now crying that the party is trying to shun yeah, him or keep right, him on the outs. I mean, yeah. it just rings so hollow. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he could have done this four years from now and been a, a viable candidate. I mean, he, he could have done it for really a lot of other offices, but Erie, Erie County executive, like why on earth this one? Right. Jim, like, do you have any idea why? I mean, it, it, it really rings that he has nobody advising him, telling him counter to what he already wants to hear. I think he has people to. advising him. Well, he, he does, but they're telling him what he already wants to hear. It's it's like you said earlier, Ray, it's very Trumpian what's going on with him. Like it. His attacks on Poland cars are very disingenuous. You know, like we talked about, like, like most of the deaths for the blizzard happened in the city of Buffalo, and that really should be reflected on the mayor and not so much on the county executive. And he's pushing, like, he, he it's either willful ignorance or stupidity. And it could be both, I, I mean, I guess. But, like, I mean, he, he's, he's really... Being incredibly fatuous with his, a lot of his attacks. Some of his points are good, but right. your the way you deliver your message means a lot. It's all about messaging, and I think especially a, in politics, as a successful politician, you need to have that messaging. Done. Right. Well, he's not a successful politician. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? He, yeah. he I mean, he he was basically almost gifted the right. Grand Island supervisor position, and then it, like Chris Collins was convicted of a crime and was and they tr and the Republicans tried to gift the congressional seat to Nate McMurray and even then he couldn't yeah he couldn't do it i mean but in the meantime jim you know like nate is tweeting up a storm and uh, listen for the for the true nate heads out here okay nate will post so something i've noticed is that nate one has twitter blue all right yes that he motherfucker does. he paid for it he paid for it two he'll post a tweet every Almost every fucking tweet within the minute that it's posted is edited. Like, he goes back. Well, he should have edited that goddamn video because there's so many typos. He spelled Republican <laughs> three different ways in that video. <laughs> so, oh, no. I mean, he, you know, he's just going. One in of the there. ways had, his, had an O in it. I don't even know how you got an O in Republican. 
What's what's amazing about all these tweets is like, and him editing it is if like, any, if anyone can do it, it's like he posted it and then went back and took time to reread it to make sure like it was grammatically correct or whatever. But he took time to reflect on the content that he's tweeting out. That's what the drafts is for. Use your drafts folder. Not when you pay. Not when you pay good money for Twitter Blue. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. And not when the people need to hear it. When you're when you're the only one speaking truth. Oh yeah. So you know we we will follow the uh, the we, we're 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 like the Night's Watch, Jim. That's what the Nate watches. Now. I, I I just want to, one last point. I want to bring. I was like, and then I have one. His inability to criticize the mayor. He's supposed to be the leftist candidate. Pretty much the only leftist part of the of the party in Erie County is in the city, and hates the mayor. If he was actually trying to court the leftists in Erie County. He would be criticizing the mayor, which actually would also help him with suburbanites who also hate the mayor. And he's not. Instead, he's criticizing the only person who is like, I don't want to say universally popular in Erie County, but pretty close to it. I mean, uh, for a certain sect of people, Jim, the rest of them call Mark Hitler. So. Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, look, those people aren't voting for any Democrat, Nate McMurray or otherwise. <laughs> what are you going to say there, Snake? All right. So a few weeks ago, we mentioned the kids are using this new term riz. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that means charisma, right? Well, they have another term, flop era. You familiar with the term? Flop oh, yeah, era? I am. Yeah. I am. Yes. All right. So, so it's the era in your life where you take big L's and you need to take a step back. You know, you get hit in the ring. You need to take a breather. Right. You know, you get your bell rung. You need to take a minute to get you gather yourself again. Mm -hmm. Is this Nate's flop era? I mean, if if, lo if losing co Congress three times in a row wasn't already his flop era, then yes. I, I, it might be a long flop era, right, but is but, it his flop era? But that's, that's the thing is that, like, I don't, I don't, I guess that wasn't his flop era. <laughs> this is. Oh, no. Oh, Nate. Oh, poor Nate. Poor I mean, Nate. Just, Fuck just you. When he, just when we thought he was on his way back up. He started from the bottom and he's still there. Yeah. I mean, it's unreal, dude. It's unreal, but it's awesome. It's so awesome, and like, it's almost too much content. I feel like almost like overwhelmed every day. But we have to do it. We have to like, yeah. we have to read the tweets. It's so. I mean, I really hope. I really is, hope. Is it, take, is it taking a mental toll on you? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I listen. Listen, if he's like actually unwell, you know, we look like jerks in hindsight. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But but for all intents, hey, listen. All that we know is that this guy. He's decided to run for office again. He is a prolific tweeter. He puts out some of the most hilarious shit possible, and he just takes L after L after L. Um, pretty much, you know, a fucking fate of his own creation here. Yeah. Uh, he's not really tried to do any coalition building. He's not, look, in all seriousness, if we're going to take his campaign seriously, he hasn't done any kind of coalition building. He's pretty much isolated himself from all his political allies. He has no coherent, cohesive strategy that makes any fucking sense. He's running for an office that is like, why on earth would you ever run for that office if you're trying to win as a Democrat when you already have. Again, like you said, Jim, pretty much, you know, within the Democratic Party, universally beloved Mark Poland cars. It is all fucking moronic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the biggest unforced errors since no nominating Hector LaSalle. <laughs> and and yeah. I, and 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 I know we're going very long on Nate's stuff, but you know, this is what the people really came here for. They've this been waiting is, on this. this. Yeah. They've been waiting on this. So I, I just want to point out, by the way. Um, 
the Republicans have started to figure out what their line of attack on Mark Poloncar's in relation to this stuff is. Uh, Erie County Republican Chairman Mike Crocker has been tweeting out now the past couple days, you know, he's he's kind of soft launching the attack on Poland cars, but uh, with the Nate stuff, and basically <clears throat> it, it boils down to um, the Democrats nominated Nate McMurray. This is who the Democratic Party is that, you know, like all of basically. Yeah, all, it's, 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 it's too inside baseball. It's never going to stick. It, it's never going to stick. They're they're really like it's not the best messaging from from Crocker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the idea no, he, he should he should he should steal the idea like 50 people died and it's my it's Mark Polonkars's idea or problem. And surely they will. I mean, probably they'll get there. We'll talk about their illustrious candidate later. That's true. But until then, you know, I'll, I'll leave you with a, a tweet of Nate's from earlier today. Uh, I'm at the arcade with my kid and his friends. Oh, my God. I just had two old friends come up to me and say, and this is capital letters when I say this, mind you, get him. <laughs> earlier, a couple dads oh, asked, no. are you Nate? I said, yes. And they said, hope you win. This is what the Democrat bosses don't get. Even if lose, and I want to point out that Nate edited this tweet and he did not edit the grammar. He says, even if lose, yeah. even if lose, and then he adds Mark Polonkart. Even if lose. Even if, <laughs> I feel like I'm having a stroke. Even if lose, Mark Polonkars is going to lose the general election unless apathy saves him. The county is broken. Has apathy ever saved anyone? No. I didn't think so. No. Uh, well, maybe, maybe George W. Bush the second time <laughs> around. I, you know, normally I don't give people shit for their grammar and their tweets, but that motherfucker pays for Twitter Blue. He pays to edit, and he edits, even if lose. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you who uh, lose. Uh, also, that never happened. Never happened. <laughs> that never it happened. Never at the happened. arcade. At the arcade. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. At the arcade in the 1980s when I was running for county executive. Get him. Get him. Right. We were playing Galaga. Let's talk about the Republican side. What are the you know we we have Nate uh, vying for the Democratic nomination, but what what are uh, what's our what's our favorite uh, comptroller been up to, Jim? Comptroller? Or not comptroller? Uh, clerk. Clerk. Jesus. Uh, Sorry, I'm my. Phew, it's my birthday weekend. I'm a little hungover, guys. Sorry, uh, not throwing the fastball today. Our our favorite county clerk. Well, so uh, he's recently got in trouble. No. We talked about this when we had uh, Missy Hartman on the show. That uh, he was running a lot of ads, paying for it with the county clerk's money, with his image and likeness mm -hmm. uh, and name. Oh, it tastes so good. We're drinking, by the way, as we're talking here, we're drinking some fine CBW fanfare. Yeah. CBW fanfare. CBW fanfare. Enjoy some today. This is, oh man, this is so good. It goes down so smooth. With Let's Go Pills, I wanted to make a beer that was similar to the beers I grew up drinking in, in the tailgate. And I wanted a clear American lager that was crisp and, and just really sharp. It, it takes the classic American lager and, and we, we showcase craft ingredients made by locals, made by fans, uh, to be shared by fans. Bring community to all that you do and good things happen. But we're talking. are not even paying us for that. I mean, we run an ad. I just, I think it's delicious. Anyway, uh, so so Mickey, uh, turns out Channel Two did the work on this. Michael Wooten and, and Channel Two, 
uh, did the work on this, that uh, it's illegal for uh, an elected official to use their name and likeness and voice on advertising. No. Uh, and we, we brought this up during the controller's race. Or during the clerk's, the clerk's race. race. Hey, during the clerk's you race. You, yeah, you got me going. Watch it, guys. Jeez. Uh, during the clerk's race. And uh, Mickey's defense is pretty interesting. He's got, he's got three lines of defense. One, I didn't know any better. Ignorance has always been a, a good way to defend yourself from breaking the law. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I didn't know I, should, I couldn't drive drunk. Is basically Mickey's just defense here. Now you tell me. Uh, he also said that uh, the county controller should have said something. And stopped him from doing it. And the county ledge should have said something and stopped him from doing it. By the way, they both criticized him for doing this when he was doing it. They should have said something. They should have been a little bit more forceful, you know? Right, right. Like It's like when you go out, like you're wearing like a, you know, that t-shirt doesn't look great on you. Your friends should be like, oh, maybe we should not wear t-shirts. Yeah. You know? like, Where he got caught was uh, he pay, uh, almost paid for an ad in the Challenger that was a campaign ad with county money. He said it was supposed to be a county ad, but it was definitely a campaign ad. Like, it was a re-elect Kearns ad in the Challenger. And he blamed the Challenger for billing him, billing the wrong person, as though they didn't get the information from him, who to bill. Mm. You think they'd know how, you think they'd have that billing thing down by now? Michael P. Kearns. Well, so it, it really, it, this, all this hullabaloo about this really sunk his campaign for county executive uh it was shortly after all this came out and that the attorney general was looking into it that he was like i have decided not to run for county executive oh jeez wow what what good timing for mickey oh man ah shucks yeah well I'm, i'm a little sad to hear that you know i mean Again, it's just in my head, much like on Christmas with dreams of sugar plum fairies, I had in my uh, little brain dreams of, you know, a three-way county executive race with <laughs> Nate McMurray, Mark Polencars, and Mickey Kearns. Yeah. So, but we, we do have, it seems like a presumptive Republican nominee, and it's not Chris Jacobs, it's not Ed Rath, it's not Mickey Kearns, it's Chrissy Casilio Bloom. Ah, yes. Oh, right. Right. Uh, owner of Casilio Communications out in Clarence, mm-hmm. daughter of longtime Clarence supervisor Pat Casilio, and uh, Demar Hamlin conspiracy theorist. Does Demar Hamlin conspiracy theorist? Is he a clone? I don't know. No, you no, ask your future that, buddy. No, <laughs> that the entire injury was a PR stunt. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I, this is so insane. <laughs> I didn't even hear this one. Wait, what? There are people out there believe that like the whole thing was a work. The Republican yes. candidate or the presumptive Republican candidate for county executive believes that the entire thing was a work. You know, Jim, I got to say, I didn't think I could hear a, like a better campaign platform than Erie County sucks from, a, you know, somebody running for the county executive office. But now hearing that we have a candidate who believes that the DeMar Hamlin, uh, you know, situation, the whole thing was made up for a PR stunt. Is, right. I'm fantastic. This race is so awesome already. It's not even like the primaries yet, and it, we are like in peak form. It's. It, it, I mean, it is. It is something to behold, and I guess we'll just see where Chrissy Casilio Bloom, who by the way has her Twitter private right now. If you want to follow, she has to approve you. Now, yeah. how, now, now wait. Now, how do you know she's a, a Demar Hamlin truther? Did she like put out a tweet to yeah. that effect? Yeah, okay. went, went at it with, uh, who's the guy from Channel 7? The, the Russo? Yeah. Something Russo? Jeff Russo. Jeff Russo. Holy shit. 
Wow. Maybe Erie County does suck. Maybe Nate's right. This is <laughs> what a fucking place this is. <laughs> he, he, he might be onto something there. <laughs> he, might be, he might be onto something. So uh, here is, is I would like to just dismiss her, but random businessman from Clarence or businesswoman from Clarence won the county executive race before for the Republican Party. That's where Chris Collins came from. It's true. Was just a random businessman, business person from Clarence. And that is who they're running again, is random business person from Clarence. Now, do we think do we think um, there's going to be like a heated primary, or do you think the Republicans are on lockstep? No, they're, they're on lockstep about this. Because if, if there was going to be a, a better candidate, and by better I mean like no, more name recognition, yeah, then the Republicans would be endorsing that person. This is so fascinating. Now, I, I don't know anything about... Uh, you know, Chrissy Casilio Bloom, other than what you just told me. I did not even ever hear of her name before this. So I have no idea. But let me ask you, do and, and are you right? You know, Chris Collins, same profile, same background. However, um, although much wealthier, much wealthier. Let me ask you, I mean, we expected the Republicans to throw some high heat or try to throw everything at this race. This is Mike Crocker. This is, uh, you know, the hill that he's going to die on, right? This is what he came in here like, I'm targeting Mark Poland cars. Uh, are they sending their best? Huh. I mean, what do, what do you mean by best? As far as they, <laughs> like, true believer? Yeah, then it's their best. Like, the, the, I mean, they're, 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 they are sending somebody who is, like, the Trumpiest Trump person. We're doubling they're, down. They're not sending an Ed Rath person. Is Crocker banking on the Democratic vote being split between McMurray and Pope? No, no. I, I, I actually have something that we'll get to a little bit later that I think that Crocker is actually banking on to make his legacy. I think that they're going to give as much of an honest run at the county executive race as they can. But obviously, I don't think that Chrissy Casilio Bloom was their preferred candidate. I think no. that Ed Rath or Chris Jacobs would have been their preferred candidate uh, or lacking that Mickey Kearns. And all of them told them, sorry. Well, I, get I, I think I think they told Mickey, sorry. Right. But I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Ed Rath was like, mm, I don't know about that, Chief. Right. I mean, uh, you know, he's seen how it's gone the last couple of uh, Lynn Dixon, Ray Walter getting just waxed by chairman mark <laughs> well we'll we'll keep an eye on uh ccb here but uh, you know all this jim we, we're like 40 minutes in and we haven't even really talked about like the bombshell announcement well it's 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 in way it's insinuation it's rumor but it's it's pretty much an announcement byron brown we did mention it though. Well, before. last last episode, we oh we did we talk about Byron yeah, Brown as Buff State, Buff State yeah. president? Okay, okay. Well, still, I want to talk about it again because it seems to be the years are moving. Um, you know, the things are happening. And it's pretty much like presumptive that he will be the Buff State president in the near future. It it, it seems like you know because you you had like the op ed from like one of his allies in the faculty mm -hmm. um, saying that like he would be a great president. It seems like things are pointing towards that. And so this is where I think actually Crocker's going to make his hay. If Byron leaves the mayor's office, my understanding is that the council president, who is currently Darius Pridgen, who conveniently announced he's not running for re-election, right. gets p moved up to the mayor's, rate, mayor's office. Yes. Now, 
I'm not sure when they have the next election, but I believe it's the next cycle to fill the term. 20, 2025, right? No, 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 no. You 20, mean the, ne- the very next year, 2024, it would be a presidential oh, oh, year. For, oh, for Pridgen's seat, you mean? No, no, no. For the mayor's seat oh, to fill the vacancy, term. Yeah. You're right. To fill the term. During the presidential year, and this is where Mike Crocker endorses Mickey Kearns for mayor <laughs> and tries to steal the mayor's seat wow. in heavily Democratic Buffalo with a Republican candidate. Wow. Wait, didn't, didn't India Walton run in 2021 and then it would be 2025? It normally would be, okay. but because the incumbent left, that's why we have like Mickey Kearns and the clerk's race is not in it. it, it normally, the clerk's race would be in a year with local races. Right. But because Chris Jacobs left to become a member of Congress, it is not the clerk's race has been reset. So now it actually happens during a federal year. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I think the same thing would happen with the mayor's race, although the mayor's might just be to fill out the term. It might just be for two years. Now, I mean, look, we have um, complete chaos going on around this uh, or in the council and the mayor's race. I mean, this is unprecedented, really, that we have a, a mayor who won a write-in campaign who presumably like midway through his term is going to be like, no, nah, I'm leaving. Right. We we haven't seen this. This is un unreal kind of stuff um any idea like obviously byron brown is to put it kindly very much uh not liked by pretty much everybody honestly i mean a a lot a lot of people and 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 his popularity has gone down as the cities responded or lack of response to winter storms but i wonder why now like i know obviously the buff state you know position is opening but i mean come on you, you could the buff state president could hold on for another two years they could put in an interim president byron brown wouldn't have to go like now why are they trying to get byron brown out now well i mean i think that part of it is what byron wants i mean byron's 64 right i mean he probably wants to retire soon he probably wants to get a couple of years in at that sweet salary as president of the university and max out his retirement he was probably hoping for an easy four years right and then glide on into this position right but, you know, certain events didn't allow him to do that. Right. All right. Well, now riddle me this. So, look, we're, we're no chumps here. And Darius Pridgen is certainly no political neophyte. All right. So he probably knew this was in the air, too. Well, now, why would Darius Pridgen, who many believe for a long time had aspirations of being mayor and, you know, many believe has aspirations for higher office in general. Why would he step down as a council president, knowing that Byron Brown could be stepping down? Well, because he hasn't stepped down as council president yet. Right. If this happens before the election, he gets gifted the mayor's office. And you don't want a committee to fill vacancies. Uh, and that that whole issue of the, the questions of, well, you campaign to run this office and now you're going to do something different. He can step down. He can kind of nominate who he wants to be his successor in that council office for a full term. Because if he ran, depending on how the timing worked, we could have the same issue that we're talking about with the mayor's office with the Ellicott district. Where like, oh, they get in, but like you know, it, it, he, he wins the election, but then the, he leaves, and then they have to run for a, a special election in a different year uh, when the city's not a, a, an election at large. Like It's one of those things where like, 
I think that like it makes sense for him to, to step down and potentially be gifted the mayor's office this year. So, I mean, guys, are we looking at our next mayor, Reverend Darius Pridgen? Is that, I mean, I mean, it depends. that's what it's looking like, right? It, 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 it really depends. Like, I do have some questions as to whether or not, like, this, like the SUNY Board of Trustees will actually pick Byron Brown with no advanced degree to be president of a university. And how do they feel about their new fight song? Their new fight song, Renegade. It's also the new alma mater. Just anytime you're walking around the campus, that's all you hear is Renegade by Sticks. Well, I mean, this is going to be fascinating. Fascinating to watch play out. Not newly university, Buffalo State. Newly university, Buffalo State. We'll have, you know, maybe newly president uh, Byron Brown. You know, we could have Darius Pridgen uh, fill out the rest of that term and then maybe be the incumbent mayor come 2025 if it comes to it. Well, or even if they have a special election in a different year, he'd be the incumbent mayor and you retain Darius Pridgen. Right, right. We could be retaining Darius Pridgen. So, I mean, that's fascinating in and of itself. But we did have the official announcement, the campaign announcement of Zanetta Everhart. Um, for Maston. Uh, for Maston. We did not, I know we talked about that she was going to run, but she, um, I don't think we talked about her press conference. No, it, it hadn't happened yet. It hadn't happened. Right, right, right. So, Zanetta Everhart um, came out. Uh, she had an announcement. She had a couple people, Jim, of note, I would say, who were, who were with her uh, standing behind her in that announcement. One being State Senator Tim Kennedy, of Big course. Big deal. Big deal. Now, now, Jim, you mentioned before that there are other candidates in the past who were part of uh, Tim Kennedy's orbit, but didn't necessarily get the financial backing or the kind of support from Tim Kennedy that would make them viable. Do you think this is different? For well, uh, not that they weren't viable. I mean, because they always had the threat of Tim Kennedy's support. And basically, like, the threat was enough to keep other people out. We know that Zanetta's going to have a, a primary campaign. So Kennedy showing up for her, her announcement indicates that he's probably going to support her financially. That's a big deal. What's a bigger deal is, can he get other people to support her financially? Can he twist other arms that, that he normally twists for himself to crank money into her campaign? But, you know, If she's able to run a $150,000 campaign for council, that's huge. Because she doesn't have as much name ID as India Walton. She has more name ID than the just random person off the street. But she doesn't have as much name idea as India Walton, who was the Democratic nominee for mayor. I mean, you say that, and I and I'm I'm with you. Obviously, India Walton is a high profile individual uh, political figure here in, in Buffalo, certainly within Maston District, where she she won, right? Like yes. in, in the mayor's race, she both in know, the primary and the general. She beat Byron Brown. I mean, that's that's not small potatoes. That's a big deal. Um, clearly, the people of the Maston community know India Walton and have known her well enough to say yes, we'd like to at least have her be in office at, at some point in her career. Um, but, I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I think that Walton is going to be an underdog in this race, you know, especially with Tim Kennedy, and if he does throw his coffers behind her, if he brings in his, um, you know, network of people to help out with that campaign, um, it's going to be a long day for India Walton running for that race, especially, too, because, look, uh, the other person who was at that press conference of note was Mitch Nowakowski, a mm-hmm. friend of the pod. Mitch Nowakowski was there with Zanetta Everhart in her announcement. Uh, for my money, I mean, listen, guys, listeners, you might not like it 
but I think it's a smart play for Mitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to go back to the campaign finance episode where I was like, Mitch needs to realize that Tim didn't give him as much money as he gave everybody else, uh, so he doesn't owe Tim any favors. Kennedy certainly gave more money to pretty much literally everybody besides Mitch. Uh, so that, to me, indicates what Tim thinks of Mitch. Uh, Mitch is or has more political acumen than a lot of the members of the Common Council, I think, is probably fair to say. Or and he's certainly more interested in advancing his political career than more members of the Common Council than average. Um, and I think he's trying to make the correct political calculus here. And I think you're correct that, like, India's probably an underdog at this point. She was an underdog against the mayor, though. Right. So um, I'm not counting her out. I think she's got a tough race. I think this should be a call to action to people who support India and, and people on the left who would like to see a democratic socialist and somebody left on the committee or on the council uh, because, you know, like it's going to be a very hard race. India, because it's not the mayor's race and she's she didn't win the Democratic primary, isn't going to raise as much money as she did against Byron. That's just how it works. So she's going to need boots on the ground. She's going to need a very strong concerted effort, and that's going to have to be a lot of volunteer work uh, if she wants to have against any chance against Everhart. Yeah, and and I and I caution, by the way, and I agree with you on all that. I think that's all correct, Jim. Um, but I, I caution a lot of the the faction of people who you know are, are in India Walton's camp, not her camp, but I guess people who are sympathetic to India Walton. Um, do not underestimate. Zanetta Everhart, be, I would be tread lightly is what I really want to say here because she seems to be a pretty formidable opponent. You know, she's a certainly a sympathetic figure um, as any running for office. I mean, again, her son was a victim of the top shooting. Um, he, you know, thankfully he survived the shooting, but he's still a victim, no less. And I mean, she is a community activist. She knows the people of the masking community. It's not like she came out of nowhere. Uh, she, again, has that institutional backing. You could very easily, by the way, not for nothing, you could say Zanetta Everhart, uh, you know, the path that India Walton took as the insurgent who was not part of the party apparatus, who, you know, revolted against the party, ended up winning the nomination, no less, but she was outside the structure versus Everhart, who is somebody who, community activist, but played ball worked with the party, worked with Tim Kennedy. And you could see a lot of people in the Democratic Party saying, you know what, Zanetta Everhart, I'm not saying I agree with this, but I am saying they do strike a contrast. And Zanetta Everhart worked within the structures of the party and ultimately is having the institutional backing to show for it. Yeah, I mean, didn't work out for Nate. Well, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that didn't work out for Nate, Jim. But it, no, I, I, I agree with you that like, you know, th this is one of those things where, like, you know, if you work within the structure, like, you get the endorsement and, and it gives you a leg up. I think that that's probably the case here. Uh, but I think it's going to it's going to be a very difficult primary for both of them. I don't think either of them can take anything for granted. No, no, I agree with you on that. So we'll keep an eye out uh, for that. But, Jim, I see menthols on the board. Yeah. Well, we uh, another thing we mentioned before, there was, um, I, I think Kathy Hochul uh, proposed banning menthol cigarettes in the state. And we talked about it at the time, you know, why can't we have anything good? Right. Why can't, why, why do we have to like make people suffer for just like having something to get through their fucking day? 
And uh, so Crystal People Stokes brought up the issue, uh, me- uh, you know, policing menthol cigarettes will mostly harm black communities. Right. That's who smokes menthol cigarettes mostly. And me. And, and, yeah, and of course, Jim's bottom, Jim. <laughs> Jim's bottom line. Jim's bottom line. But, uh, but so, so the issue was, you know, if, if, if you're going to ban any cigarettes, ban them all or don't ban any at all. Right. You're just going to further police black communities over, over, already over-policed. Right. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that, that went down. We're going to keep our menthol cigarettes, everyone. So let's have a round of applause. Excellent. Excellent. We love to hear it. We yep. love to hear it. So, uh, also, also on the big board, guys. Chuck so, went up for personal freedoms there. Chuck, absolutely. This is America, damn it. Yeah. You get your menthols. Yes. Um, so uh, this has died down slightly, but I still think it's raging on Facebook. So, uh, in East, they don't they don't call it, they don't say Palestine like the actual pronunciation, right? Or they say Palestine, Palestine, yeah, East Palestine, Ohio. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the train disaster that ended up causing weird plumes of smoke and all sorts of environmental damage that probably you know uncalculated how bad it's actually going to be. Right. Um, th- that uh, the at one point penetrated the water there in East Palestine and you know into parts of of Lake Erie. The was it the watershed, right? Well, that's depends who you talk to, as whether or not it was because the watershed in in East Palestine uh, actually tend to trend south and mm. go away from the lake. So, depending who you talk to, if you talk to like actual geologists and scientists, most of you are like Lake Erie's fine. If you talk to Facebook scientists, they're like Lake Erie's polluted and everybody's gonna die. Goes both ways. Yes, Erie County Water Authority has been testing our water since the uh, East Palestine incident, mm-hmm. and it's been testing okay. Yeah. I mean, not not for nothing. Uh, bullshit. Not that you can trust them since the fluoride thing, right? I was well, just going to say well, that. That's, that's just buff- going to say that. That's buffalo water. Oh, not buffalo Erie water. County water. Okay, my bad. All right, I'm glad we made the distinction here. Right, but the buffalo has their own water authority, right, uh, right, right, as right. as opposed to like uh, uh, if you're Nate McMurray, uh, the Erie County is in charge of everything. Yeah, buffalo actually has I, autonomy in a lot of ways. Guilty, guilty is charged. Yeah. So I mean. Again, running rampant on Facebook is all these don't drink the water in Buffalo posts uh, related to the East Palestine train derailment. Right, uh, they, where they should be worried about microplastics. Right. <laughs> yes. That's right. right. So, right. you know, as always, like, be very weary of what you see on social media, especially Facebook, a trash fucking heap of a, yeah. of, of a social media website. But, you but know. That's why I'm still on MySpace. Oh, dude, Friendster. Yeah friends that were right. you know you make friends just me and tom on myspace that's right that's right um some sad news uh melting point on allen street it will be closing next week march 5th so much for your grilled cheese re i was just there today i had it for lunch uh, adrian and i went there and uh you know it was it was it was pretty good it wasn't it listen at one point that place was like the spot you know having a storefront on allen um, it's a big deal. You get a lot of foot traffic. Usually I think they were ravaged by the pandemic mm-hmm. really took a downward turn. It, it was hard to recover. Um, everybody there is super nice. Uh, the food, you know, still pretty good. Um, not for my money, not where it once was, but I think part of it is cause they have, uh, less staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just harder. I think it's just one guy. It was one guy working today, the owner who was by himself. So, uh, but the, I mean, he's probably getting burned out. Yeah burned out you know it's it sucks so hate to see uh, a local establishment close wish wish them the best and you know selfishly i hope something cool opens there but don't want to 
Don't want to replace him just yet. Pour one out for for melting point. What else we got here on the big board? Thirty three. The thir- is that referred to the Kensington? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Kensington Grant. Yeah. So, uh, we got a huge. What was it fifty million? No, not nearly enough. Not huge enough. Right. Not huge enough uh, for the Kensington Expressway. So, fifty million builds you like one twentieth of a football stadium. You think it's going <laughs> to bury a, a highway? I mean, I'm not sure what that gets you there in that situation. I'm really curious to see how they're going to half-ass this. It's not like you can partially get, build this and right. then just leave it until you get more money, right? No, you're, you're, no, you're gonna, uh, you can try. Right, you're going you're gonna to get 5,000 trees to plant in the middle of the Kensington Expressway. So right. what's the plan? They want to put it underground? Yeah. For $50 million? That's not enough. That's not, dude, that's not, that might be like a tenth. Not in this economy. Mean. Right. You see Thanks, how much Biden. eggs are? They yeah. might get you some eggs. eggs. Right. Hack medium, but these eggs <laughs> in this economy. That's going to be a slapdash effort. Um, so we'll, I mean, we'll keep an eye on that, but 50 million is like fucking pennies. Pa- paper mache Kensington Highway. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. So, anyway, our last thing here is uh, Stefan Mahilu wrote an, an op ed in the East Aurora Advertiser. Everyone's favorite. I love that. We've been wondering what he was up to. And it was very pro Ukraine, which makes sense. Which is, but it, which is interesting, though, because he's Republican and the, Standing Republican point is basically to be pro Russia. I mean, prior to the midterm elections this year, the Republican leadership was saying that if they take over the House, they're going to cut all funding to Ukraine for all military funding to Ukraine. Jeez. So it's very interesting. Mean, I don't think this is going to affect his job with big dog strategies woof, woof. because, as far as like a candidate is concerned, they're willing to hire any hired gun as long as they think they'll help them win. They don't care what you actually think. But it's interesting that Stefan took a public forum like the East Aurora Advertiser, as minuscule as the East Aurora, East Aurora Advertiser is, to say a full-throated defense of Ukraine and anti-Russia when that is pretty much the opposite of what the standard Republican talking point is at this point. Well, and it, look, it makes sense. Stefan and his family, I mean, from Ukraine. Like right. Stefan was born in, in America, but he has a deep family lineage from Ukraine. Western New York in general um, has a, a very deep Ukrainian roots here. I know this because I, I actually dated like a, a girl who was uh, at one point, and I say girl because I was in college, she was in college, um, who's of Ukrainian background. And so I learned that there's like a whole Ukrainian subculture yeah. here in Buffalo that there's actually like um, almost like a scout camp, a Ukrainian scouts mm-hmm. where, you know, like you learn, you know, Ukrainian youths here, Ukrainian American youths in Buffalo will learn Ukrainian culture, um, very fiercely protective community of each other. I mean, it, you know, it's funny though, that like somebody like Stefan, who's so willing to be, lockstep with so much of the party the republican bullshit trump bullshit Mm -hmm. but when push comes to shove i mean you know what that's that's his lineage that's his people yeah well yeah republicans are so vapid they'll 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 toe the party line until it's something that affects them it happens all the time i almost want to give fucking typical i almost want to give stefan a little bit of credit at least showing oh don't do that an ounce of spine i mean no but an ounce of backbone an ounce of well it 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 would be different if he had published his op-ed in the buffalo news but the east Aurora advertiser he was he he specifically picked something that nobody would read Uh, yeah i mean and and at that point why the fuck are you putting it out there just to say you put it out there he keeps up his ukrainian cred he doesn't really sacrifice his republican cred well it, it also says to me like 
is is moving from Elma to East Aurora Stefan's next move. <laughs> oh. He's not done running for office, okay. as far as I'm concerned. Mm. It, so his Aurora supervisor, his he, next move. He's got that big dog in him still. He, huh? he, 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 Hamburg didn't work out. He's, he's not going to be able to run in Elma. Is Aurora his next move? Remains to be seen. So it's a watch out Aurora. What's Mike Caputo got to say about all this? Well, he'd probably be in favor of it. Oh, okay. So, so we'll have to get some of our, our East Aurora who is the East correspondents. A- who is the Aurora supervisor? Do we I, know? Dang, who cares? <laughs> I mean, we're about to care if it's Stefan, I suppose. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Albert Hubbard. Albert Hubbard. Well, on that note, guys, uh, thank you for uh, joining us here this week at the Square. You can find us. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, a, hold on. Not quite yet, boys. I, hold on, record screech. We put out on Twitter recently. Uh, we're looking for some cheap heat. Yeah, we're looking for some cheap engagement. Um, you know, the classic, the mailbag. Everybody, you know, a lot of other uh, podcasts, a lot of other people do this. It's real easy to just fucking get engagement real easy so we do have before we go uh a mailbag a mailbag question here snake jim uh jim's gonna step aside for a, for a minute but i can handle this good day fellas can you explain to can you please explain to your faithful listeners what exactly chrissy casilio bloom must do on the campaign trail if she wants to pull off the upset and defeat mark polencars in the general election for erie county executive signed curious and clarence well curious uh the answer to that is uh fucking get two brain cells to rub together that's what she's got to do to win the county executive race and even then i don't like her chances but um you know we'll we'll see how it plays out but i don't think it's looking good anyway that's it for this week's episode of the square follow us on uh twitter at uh at square pod buff uh send us those mailbag questions and yeah till next time